재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. Because of the snow situation, we flip-flopped the order, our usual order of things. And that means we have a little extra time with Christine on Going Local. Hello, Christine. Hello, Kurt. This is a treat. I get to talk to you for longer. So um, why don't I get from you an answer to the question of the week? Uh, Giving, stories of giving. This is the season of giving. Have you got one? Well, um, I remember I went, I used to go to um, volunteering at this village in Chiang Mai, um, Thailand, Chiang Mai. It's far off. Uh huh, it's very far off. There used to be this like little rural um, um, village there. And um, I used to go there with a bunch of my friends to like teach English and then play with the kids and repair some of the stuff. At the village, that too. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Wow. Um, yeah, I do something similar like that locally. Uh, I've been a little bit lapsed on it in the last couple of months, but for the past few years, every month, um, there's uh, an orphanage for uh, slightly disabled people, and I go there and cook them their meals and stuff oh. like that. And the fun side of going to do something, volunteering like that, as I'm sure you discovered in Chiang Mai, is you meet really cool people. You meet really true, nice true. people. Kind of pre-filters out the social crowd for people who are, you know, interested in doing something for someone else and uh, gets a lot of good-natured people together. You're going to be part of our um, season season's ending special. We're talking about ways that we went out there into the community and gave back. And yeah. you had an experience in Seoul recently, right? Mm-hmm, I did. So you're going to save that. We're going to put that into our special next week. I've got my own experience and our team went out too. We're going to share that all with you on Christmas Day. That's going to be our Koreascape special that day. So last week, Christine, we started talking about the bestseller charts of 2017. Koreans are really into books. It's it's kind of interesting because the rest of the world, in many countries, certainly the USA, tends to turn away from books specifically, and, and particularly paper books. Uh, bookstores have been dying off like crazy. Uh, but here they're going strong, and people are buying a lot of books. We had so much to talk about that I figured we could do a part two. But let's, um, let's kind of recap a few points from last week. One of the things that surprised me was poems, the popularity right. of poems here in Korea. Yeah, so um, remember we, I had this um, bestseller chart from November, mm-hmm. and there were three poems of top ten bestselling books, and that's what surprised you, yeah. right? I mean, poetry is such a niche side market, almost ignored uh, in the mass market in the United States, and I suspect elsewhere. But here, books of poems are top sellers, money makers. Yeah, they are, um, and I think Koreans have been loving poem for since um, back in the very old eras. Mm. Do you like poetry? I do actually. Um, I used to write po- poems. Ooh. 
I want to read some of your poetry. I want, <laughs> next, some point in the future, maybe we'll do a poetry recitation with oh, Christine. Oh, no, I'm going to get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so who are the hot-selling poets these days? Well, um, the name of the poems that are on the best-selling list, one of them is called 나 있는 그대로 참 좋다. I like the way I am. Hmm. And it's written by um, the um, Cho Yumi. It sounds like sort of a fusion of self-help and uh, poetry. Yeah. Kind of, you it's know, I'm... It's kind of um, looking back to who yourself is and mm. then kind of like writing about it, I guess. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> smart enough. I'm good enough. <laughs> and people yes. like me. Um, okay. And uh, who, what other uh, poetry is on the list? Well, um, the best-selling book is called Temperature of Language, 언어의 온도. I remember you said that. Uh-huh, and it's also a poem written by Ikiju. Mm. And um, what, what I like about this book is that um, it kind of, um, it, it focuses more on the words than the um, meaning of the poem, you know. It kind of um, plays around with the words. Playing with language kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, like a Joyce, almost like a, uh-huh. a James Joyce kind of thing. And then it shows how, um, how like a certain word can change the atmosphere of a of a um, a poem. Mm, you know? Change the temperature mm-hmm, of the poem. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you pointed out was that these poems are often uh, shared on mobile devices. They're just short enough to be almost like tweets. Yeah. So um, although Koreans have been loving poems for centuries, um, you know there are a lot of other fun things that um, people can do nowadays. But um, the poems have regained its popularity re- recently because of the use of um, social media. Mm. People have been posting their favorite um, lines of poems at social media, and there have been also um, poets that only um, write their poem on social media. Mm. A lot of Asian poems tend to be real short, right? They are, I mean, yeah. these are not huge sonnets or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, what's the typical sort of structure of, like, one of these short poems? Well, um, they're usually, like, three or four lines, mm. not longer than that. Mm. And they tend to rhyme, or um, they would talk about um, a vague thing at the first um, one or two lines, and then... Um, kind of twist the whole thing at the last line, you know? Like, they would talk about as if they are talking about something else, and then at the last line, it's actually about, like, a completely different thing. But I'm actually this other thing. Yeah, remember the poem I told you about um, last week? It was about a toothpaste, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm rolling and stretching Uh and full uh of... Yeah, I'm I'm full of possibility, and then (laughs) at the end, it's about... Toothpaste. I'm your toothpaste. Yes. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, there's a pretty one here. Some of it's translated, right? I mean, you can buy Korean poetry in mm-hmm. translation. You've got on our little crib sheet uh, a little example of a poem. Will you read it? Yeah, sure. Um, it's actually uh, by Kowen. Ah. It's it's actually it's actually a. Um, Oh, yeah. I, do I have a different one? The, the crib sheet that, that I have says Yun uh-huh. Sundo, or is that the name of the poem? Oh, I don't think that's right. Okay, sorry. Um, well, um, 
This poem actually is a very old poem. It's one of the. This is not a, a contemporary best-selling. It's, it's not a. It's not a contemporary ah. one. It's from a very um, ancient. Ancient. Of, that's why it's yeah. translated. A lot of the modern stuff hasn't had time to be translated yet, right? There are a couple of um, examples that were translated. Okay. I have some of the examples at the Ooh, back. Good. That's why I got confused. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for confusing you. <laughs> so Yoon Sun Do, give me that. Yeah, sure. Um, the poem by Yoon Sun Do goes like, "You ask how many friends I have: water and stone, bamboo and pine. The moon rising over the eastern hill is a joyful comrade." Besides these five companions, what other pleasure should I ask? That's nice. Yeah. So it was written by um, this, I guess in Korean they call it sunbi, like mm-hmm. a gentleman. So um, he's. This is the most typical type of poem mm-hmm. back in the Joseon um, era because they um, stress about being pure mm-hmm. and um, you know not corrupt. Sure. Simple contentment. Mm-hmm. I've got the pine trees. I got the moon coming up. What more do I? Yeah, do I nothing need? else. Okay. Um, should we? Are we going to continue to speak about poetry? Should we go to the modern example of? Yeah, Fu-un? we should. We should. All right. Um, so, I've also listed some of the um, steady-selling books or poems of nowadays, and one of the guys. Um, one of the po- poets is called. <laughs> He's a guy too. It's all right. <laughs> he is true. Is called Cohen. Yeah, and that guy Cohen. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> might win a Nobel Prize. We'll see. Who he eventually? Might, yeah, He's like the one maybe. that a lot of people are pinning their hopes uh-huh. on. He, for. He's always been in the um, list, I guess, right. of possible candidates. Uh-huh. And funny thing about him is that he's also a Buddhist monk. Yeah, yeah, and he's also like an activist of a democracy movement because he um, went through the Korean War. Yeah, he, a real turbulent life story, and he had a lot of battles, personal battles with depression and uh, bad feelings and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's had a turbulent sort of inner history, which I suppose makes for good poetry. Yeah, I guess so. That's why um, his style of poems ranges so much. It ranges from like quiet. Imaginistic like reflections to like epigrammatic like pieces, mm-hmm. and I guess um, one of the his best-selling book of poetry was called "Sunganekot," mm. Flowers of the Moment. And I have like two examples of the book. Give me. Do you want to read the Korean? I tell you what. Let's make a deal. Okay. You read the Korean poem, then mm-hmm. I'll follow up with a translation. Yep. How about that? There is two pieces. Do you want to go? Let's do the first one. Okay, let's go for it. Uh, That's a poem right there. Mm-hmm. That's a complete poem. Yep. It's did a you three read line. It? I, I, uh, did you read it like poetically? It sounded pretty literal to me. Here we go. Going down, I saw the flower. I did not see going up. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I missed it going up, but on the way down, I saw the flower. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's, it's like he's mindful of his surroundings. Yeah. So I guess he was too like... Um, Concerned about going uphill while mm. he was going up, but then downhill he had more, you know, time to look around his surroundings. I guess that's what he meant. You want to do the second one? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Tonyeon의 추억을 가졌다고 말한 사람이 있었지. 천년의 미래, 천년의 미래 진작 다녀왔다고 말한 사람도 있었지. 바람 부는 날 나는 버스를 기다린다. You read it so smoothly. If I tried to read that, I would be like uh, an elephant on roller skates. <laughs> 
Here's the English version. Some say they can recall a thousand years. Some, this, some say they have already visited the next thousand years. On a windy day, I am waiting for a bus. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, it's kind of like... I'm just a simple guy, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not one of those people that uh, claims to know the past mm-hmm. or present. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting my bus. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying they have like wisdom of all kinds, mm. but I'm just here, you know. So there's a real parallel between the ancient poems and the, the present ones in the idea of simplicity. It's like, I'm just doing my thing. Almost yeah. kind of a Taoist feeling, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. doing by not doing. Does that wrap up the poetry? Could we jump into some other stuff on yeah, the list? Yeah, let's let's go for another section of the a, a section of a genre of a book, and um, instead, um, a, apart from poetry, I also mentioned last week that motivational, like self improvement books, are mm-hmm. also a Korea's steady seller. Yep. But um, apart from that, another um, steady sellers on the best selling list is a. Business or an economic type of book that kind of like predicts and analyzes the market or the trends of next year. Mm. So you've isolated from that some of the trends. Yep, I did. And um, one of the book that was on the list it was called Trend Korea 2018. It was written by this professor who is um, called Kim Nando. Okay, and um, it's it, this book always comes up annually at the last. End of the year. So there's an edition of this every uh-huh. year. I actually have a copy of Trend Korea 2017 and 2013 back at home. Yeah, was 2017 correct? Well, um, you could um, look it by yourself. I have some of the <laughs> I have some of the list that was on that book. I actually uh-huh. looked it through this morning. Yeah, and some of it goes like um, the trend he predicted of this year was YOLO life. Yep. That worked. Check that box. <laughs> Comtech, which is like a technology that is like felt but not seen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And era of loners. Era of loners. Hunbap, yeah. hunbap, hun, uh-huh, exactly. those kind of things. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are pretty much on the mark. And also um, user experience matters. So okay. business started caring more about like consumer user experience and stuff, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense, especially with so much online commerce. Mm-hmm. The user interface and the user experience yeah. or the app usability will determine your mm-hmm. conversions and your sales. <laughs> okay, so uh, 2018, what's on deck? Well, um, 2018, the first on the list was um, Sohakeng. Sohakeng. Yeah, it's like a simple version of the word so, 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 a small but certain happiness. Ah, now I get those mm-hmm. particles. Okay, so, small but certain happiness. Yeah. What so, are examples? Well, you know, like people nowadays have been more looking for like a small, ordinary happiness that not might be grand, but uh, more within reach, mm. more easy to get and you know, more certain. Mm-hmm. So it could be like a cup of coffee, having a cup of coffee at a cafe, you know, leading a quiet life, you know, and a comfortable life, growing herbs at a, at your, um, you know, home kind of That's stuff. That's right. That's a small joy, seeing your herbs pop up. Um, it links back into the poems we were talking about. You know, these guys are talking about the, the moon coming up. Uh-huh. What more do I want? That yeah. kind of thing. Hey, I got a sandwich. Look at this <laughs> sandwich. Fantastic. Small happiness. Yeah, and the second trend um, the book predicted was placebo consumption. 
placebo. I think of that in terms of medical studies.、Mm-hmm. They give somebody a sugar pill or whatever, and they don't know whether they got the medicine or not. A placebo effect is when you're kind of faked into believing. Yeah, so that's what the consumers are going for、um, next year. Um, that they buy certain products to just like ease their minds, like what? Like,、um, for example, buying like organic products because like after the whole incident of the pesticide contaminated eggs, they go for the organic stuff to、mm-hmm. like ease their,、um, ah. you know. So even though the mass market eggs are now safe,、mm-hmm. they still want the organic because、yeah. it gives them that feeling that、mm-hmm. it's safer. Okay. And the other one on the trend list was work-life balance. I don't think this is. We've talked about this actually. This、mm-hmm. is a generation now term. Warabel.、Mm-hmm. Warabel. With warabel.、Yeah, exactly.、Uh, yeah, we talked about that with、uh, Leia just、ah, the other week. But work-life balance.、Um, I mean, there's been practically zero of it in Korea in previous generations,、True. right? Kind of like work work balance. <laughs> you are right. Yeah, that's that that. There was also a saying, you know, that why Korea's、um, nightscape is so beautiful is because of the all of the overworking workers. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, wh- how do you perceive Warabel? Well.、Um, I know that、um, the younger generations see Warabel as like sixty、um, percent working and forty percent of life enjoying. And I guess I agree with that. I I'll be interested to see as the world and the economy changes, if the gig economy, the project economy,、uh, kind of takes hold. There's this whole concept of sort of mini retirements or vagabonding, right?、Mm-hmm. I'm going to work for six months, then I'm going to take three months off and go <laughs> somewhere. I think the world would be a happier place if people could do that. True, but、yeah. that's gonna. Not happen in Korea for、uh, <laughs> forever. Know,、uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Hope not forever, but, but not in yeah, a short it's, time. <laughs> it's change comes. Well, in Korea, change comes extremely slowly until it change till it really comes,、mm, and then it falls off a cliff,、true. and everybody changes at once. Other trends. Well,、um, I think we kind of went through most of the、um, trends on the best-selling books,、mm. but I also want to、um, highlight. A certain book that was popular throughout this year, and、okay. it's called the Kim Ji Young, born in 1982. Have you heard of the book? Kim Ji Young. Remind me who Kim Ji Young. Well, it's it's a it's a fictional, fictional character, character.、Uh-huh. but it was written by this author Cho Nam Ju. Okay, and、um, it was. Um, it talks about this woman Kim Ji Young, and he, the author portrays her as like a ordinary、um, Korean woman,、mm-hmm. and、um, she just. At, At the beginning of the book, it just like lists how ordinary her life has been. She's a housewife. She went to girls' middle school and girls' high school. That's so typical in Korea. All right. And then she gets a career. And then every morning she wakes up, makes a coffee for every each of her team members. All right. That's part of her job. And then. Sounds、day. like a, a riveting tale so far. <laughs> What does she do? And one day she、um, becomes possessed by someone、What? from her past. Okay, I think it was her ex-boyfriend or something. Wow! And then she starts to speak up out of her thoughts and emotions to everybody. Okay, so she deviates from her path、mm-hmm. of normal, comfortable, passive. Uh, Kim Ji Youngness, and she starts to speak out as if she were her ex-boyfriend. Yes, exactly. And、okay. she would like talk back to her mother, her father, and everyone. And then this like novel is kind of like narrated through a form of report from like the psychologist who is like、um, healing her. 
<laughs> uh, so this, what's what's the draw here? I guess it's uh, seeing a woman transcend mm-hmm. her her usual roles, overstep her usual social bounds. The the draw of this book, I guess, is that um, it depicts the very ordinary life of Korean woman. Yeah. And then it kind of like points out the all the um, I guess like stuff that needs to be corrected, like uh. the, how much the pressure the woman have to you know sustain that kind of ordinary life that the society like makes them to have. This know? sounds interesting. I kind of like to pick this up if I read super slow and have a dictionary at my side. <laughs> maybe I could get into this book. Um, yeah. Have you read it? I have not. I actually bought it, but it's Mm. still on my shelf. (laughs) I know. I do that, too, a lot. Let's see. We've got a little time left. Should we hit uh, one or two more trends, or where do you want to go? Well, um, I guess I want to talk about the other award-winning Korean authors, because although it's... it wasn't on the list that I pulled out mm. of the best-selling books, but it's a study seller that mm-hmm. has been on the, on the list for a long time. And one of the Korean authors, of course, is Hangang. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like uh, the, the blue chip uh-huh. author now. Any, she could write anything, and it would be a bestseller in Korea because of the name value, right? Mm-hmm. And because of the fact that she won the Manbukur International Prize right. in last year, right? And did you know an interesting fact about her is that she is from a family of writers. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Her father was like a well-known novelist, and her brother apparently is also a writer. And um, I guess... Um, it's also funny how the book, um, The Vegetarian, that she won the Mount Booker Prize for, was released in 2007. Yeah. But the book itself got famous after she won the um, International Prize. That's right. And a couple of years ago, there was a movie which didn't do that well, uh, a movie version mm-hmm. of her book. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of quietly slipped by. I saw it before there was any you know, fanfare around Han Gang or The Vegetarian. Did you read it? I read – this is one I did read. Oh, I, read I remember you one. talking about the book like yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting – it's one of these sort of – Feminist kind, mm-hmm. uh, not feminist. Let me let me not say the word feminist because that's mm-hmm. loaded. But it's this odyssey of uh, uh, a woman's sort of psychological journey vis-a-vis right. society. Yeah, I think we have to wrap it up there. Thank you for spending some extra time with me, Christine. And uh, I am gonna look for the story of Kim Ji Young. I think that's something I didn't know about before. I look forward to reading it. I will see you again soon. Thank you, Kurt.